0: Today's show is sponsored by The Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y.com.
1: Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality, handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. welcome everybody this is bonded and bourbon i'm armand how are you samara
0: i'm good how are you
1: i'm doing very well we are here on halloween eve uh-huh Going and doing a tasting this is a lot of people's favorite holiday where does it fall on your list
0: Uh eh, i'm not that big on halloween Um, I will say the kids make me, you know, join in on their festivities and I get them all dressed up and stuff, but it's not really a big deal for me. What about for you?
1: Uh, I just like the candy, (laughs) you know, I just kind of like the candy. It's just an excuse and I'm actually thrifty minded. So I go on November 1st and buy all the candy that didn't sell for like 70% (laughs) off and then I have, you know, which is why you might visit me on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve and see a, uh, a Reese's Cup in a jack o wrap. But the actual holiday itself, uh, you know, I'm not a big dress-up guy, you know, wanting to get dressed up and, and go to parties and do all of that stuff. You know, not too much uh, fun. And a bunch of people that are drunk and uh, partying really, really hard and you can't tell who they are because they have masks on. So not really excited about that. Just, you know, point me to the candy.
0: So if we... Okay, so here's what I do with the kids. Like, and as they get older, they're kind of rebelling and they want to do their own thing. But I've been able to kind of pair them as something. So like one year they were Mickey and Minnie. Another year they were um, a witch and a spider. Um, Last year they were... um, Cleopatra and King Tut. So they were both like <laughs> and so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like mother is making right. all of the decisions about so the holidays. If- <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine that the kid said, mom, I want to be a witch right. and, and, a, and I'm a spider. So
0: oh, and one what year, do you year, um, What
1: are your options this year? Um,
0: Alba was Red Riding Hood and my son was... Um, the Big Bad Wolf. So, <laughs> like, I've gotten away with like good, like five years worth of great Halloween paired costumes, um, and so. But now they're getting older, and now they kind of want to do their own thing. But what if you and I had to be um, a paired Halloween couple? What would we? What would we go up as? Like, I know we we don't like to dress up, but just imagine it. Like, uh,
1: that's hard. I don't know um me i would want to dress up as something that was really not really dressed up so some something where i could just wear like a suit uh and
0: that's
1: so boring hey i said it's not my thing like
0: lucius and cookie or like (laughs) or like frankenstein and Frankenstein's (laughs) bright, like come on we can do this
1: my hair is a little too curly for Lucius, you know. But uh, I guess I could rock a wig if I had to. Okay, you know. All
0: right, That was just what I, and
1: I guess you could you could you, you could do the cookie thing, and I can wear leopard you know, print and Rex.
0: <laughs> Jennifer. Yes,
1: and you could wear you could wear the <laughs> leopard the leopard print, and we could Rex and Alva would be our uh, musician <laughs> performing kids and. Yeah, that be that be that be kind of fun if we had okay. a able to do that. So here's a question. Here's a question. What would you say is the scariest whiskey? The most Halloween-like Ooh,
0: whiskey? Halloween whiskey? I don't. Yeah. That's what.
1: You know what my answer is going to be. Oh, it's going to be like Stag. Is like you know the 100 and, 144 proof stag that we had in new orleans and was like that's probably the scariest that's the scariest whiskey
0: that's not scary that's great whiskey that's like <laughs> a unicorn <laughs> i don't know i uh, i'd have to think about that like i don't know whiskey's not scary is it I don't
1: know. well i guess that depends on how much of it you drink huh yeah well, we've got I'll a,
0: to think about that. I'll, we'll come back. Let's let's go to break and I'll come back with an answer. So what's my scariest whiskey? That's an interesting concept.
1: I'm going to segue and say we have a fantastic Halloween like whiskey uh, coming up that we're doing this week. It's a tremendous it combination, got a lot of flavor and got a lot of sweetness. So we're kind of remind you a little bit of that Halloween candy. And yeah, so, that's uh, true. Yeah. So what are we doing this week?
0: Oh, we're doing collaboration it is between um barstown uh, bourbon company and um it's a it's a collaboration clearly of barstown bourbon company and copper and kings brandy
1: yeah shout out to copper and kings for sending us the samples so that we can uh, go ahead and do this tasting so we're gonna jump right into it on the other end of this commercial so we'll be right back this is bonded in bourbon
0: Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Thief Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon cannot have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Stave and Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about.
1: The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50-milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back, everybody, to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samar here. We are about to dive into our tasting of Collaboration, and Samar's going to tell us a little bit about it. So go ahead.
0: So Collaboration, again, it's a partnership between Barstown Bourbon Company and uh, Copper & King's um, Brandy. And they have basically, they've put together two different types of bourbons, actually. So they've got the bourbon that's in um, a brandy barrel. And then the, the one that we're tasting today is actually in um, a Muscat um, barrel. It's in a Muscat Mistel barrel. And uh, this whiskey, it's a beautifully designed whiskey. If you haven't seen what a bottle of Barstown um, of this collaboration looks like, it's, it's just amazing. Um, and it's 94 proof. Um, And the mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Um, Originally, the whiskey was, um, you know, of course, came from Indiana, um, you know, from NGP. But then they put it in um, these Mistel barrels, um, and it, you know, rests for another 18 months. Um, So I'm just going to read a little something that um, Brandon O'Daniel, um, you know, um, from from the head distiller over at Coppers and Kings, he said, the mustel barrel is a unique vessel. Mustel is unfermented grape juice, in this case, muscat, fortified with unaged brandy and then aged in bourbon barrels for 18 months. And the empty barrels are deeply and highly caramelized with the grape sugars and fruit essences. Um, and so that's what is basically the basis of this barrel that um, the juice from... Bardstown Bourbon Company goes into for another 18 months and then you know it gets bottled and packaged and it's has this amazing you know total flavor component going on there so um that's what we are sipping on today any questions
1: well actually yeah I've heard a lot of good things about Bardstown Bourbon Company can you tell us a little bit more about them
0: well, Bardstown Bourbon is right there in Bardstown. They have actually been producing bourbon for other brands for years. Um, and so they've been kind of just, you know, moving and operating, you know, kind of under the radar. But this is really their first major release um, that they have, um, you know, beautifully marketed and labeled and, you know, presented with the collaboration with Copper and Kings. Um, they also own a restaurant called Bottle and Bond at. In um in Bardstown that I really found interesting with this company, um it's, it's this kitchen and bar of course it's this beautiful facility. But the good thing about this company is that they hire they hire students um, from uh, um, Africa from you know different countries within Africa. They put them on visa, really? they bring them into to Louisville and to barstown area, and they teach them all about the culinary and the hospitality industry. And they teach them all about cooking and and really being a part of this industry. And they get a chance to serve and present. And it's just a class act. um, It's a class act operation that they've got going on with a really big mission. So um, I got a chance to meet um, some of the folks um, from Bar Sand Bourbon Company when I was in Louisville at you know Bourbon and Beyond. And you know um, it's just fascinating work that they're so passionate about. Um, really using their resources to um, to teach training, to teach hospitality training and to really um, teach some life skills to um, some you know, populations that won't necessarily, you know, would have never been able to have such an experience. So great company. I love I love meeting them and learning about them.
1: That's amazing. That's fantastic information and certainly always want to favor uh, a a company that's really socially minded. So um, shout out to them definitely for all of that. So uh, are you ready to dive on in?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, let's get it started. So let's start off with the appearance, as we usually do. So what did you think about it?
0: Well, the appearance, you know, the bottle is amazing. It's a square bottle. It's got the, a big gold ampersand that's kind of off-centered, and it says collaboration um, with all of the, you know, labeling information on it. Um, and it's got this really heavy gold top. So just based off of the appearance, before you even open this whiskey, this bourbon, um, it's just such a sleek and interesting bottle and it, you know, it immediately stands out on anybody's shelf. Um, so I was totally knocked out by the, um, appearance, um, just as far as the marketing, um, and the packaging um, perspective, but then also the color of this whiskey is a dark purplish, um, it's so dark. It's, it's like a darkest amber I've ever seen. It's got just this dark, and it looks like syrup. It's super, looks super dark and rich. Um, what did you think?
1: I, I I agree with that. I actually had hints, my notes here, I had hints of orange uh, in the, like a very, like the very dark that you get on, a, on the outside of a peach almost uh, in the mm-hmm. color. And so mm-hmm. I thought that uh, the bottle is really, really beautiful really striking, especially for a bottle that's not very tall. It's a very striking bottle and very striking label. The one thing I would really kind of quibble with it is that uh, it's actually was impossible for me to pour from the bottle without spilling. Uh, Just the way that the the, the pour is designed, it's just very short. And so uh, it's just, I, I wasted a little bit with every pour and it's a very good very good whiskey. So I really didn't like wasting any of it. So I, ha- I, I had, a, you know, kind of a little quibble with it for that. You know, in terms of the nose, I thought that it actually had a very strong nose, very strong mm-hmm. maple note, maple notes, um, a lot of sweetness. We talked about that on the other side of the commercial where we said, you know, it's kind of had, you know, it could be very good. Remind us of Hall- Halloween a little bit with the candy, but very sweet. Also got some light coffee. Uh, hints oh. on the nose as and the nose as well what about you
0: um I got strong hints of plum immediately um, like you said mm. um very sweet um very um very fruity very sweet and and just very rich uh, it's got is it's it very maple syrupy if that is a um a proper definition but yeah just immediate, like heavy, heavy plum notes right off the bat. Mm.
1: What about on the taste when well, she tasted it?
0: So when I tasted it, um, it was again, very, it was a full, you know, bodied whiskey, a full bodied bourbon. But then that aftertaste is what really got me. It, 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 really pulls out that grape towards the end. You can totally taste all of the, the muscat, um, that in brandy that was in that barrel, um, it's it's very complex it's like a flavor bomb would you agree
1: i t- yeah i absolutely agree with that i because it was for me i got spiciness on the tip of the tongue when it first hit the tip of my tongue i got spiciness and it was a but it was a right. good spice it wasn't like a like a fireball but it was good spice but then i absolutely yeah. did get uh the 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 plum that you got on the nose i got that really on the palate, right in the middle of the palette i just got almost a bouquet of red fruits so you know your plums and your your, your mm-hmm. raspberries and strawberries and grapes red grapes you got i got all of that uh in the mid palette and then also uh going from the mid to the back i got a little bit of chocolate so Really, yeah, got a little bit of chocolate in there as well. So just let
0: me oh. sip this again.
1: <laughs> yeah, so just I, I like you said, very complex. So spicy, fruity, uh, chocolate, uh, a bouquet of red fruit, uh, a lot going on, a lot going on. But all of those things that are going on are good. Are good things. So, yeah,
0: like I totally pick up that pepper that you're that you're talking about, like I can you know, there's definitely rye in it, right. It's a sign of the spice, um, but it's not overpowering i didn't I didn't think it was. I thought it was actually really balanced. Um, mm-hmm. but it's super sweet. Are you getting like a super sweet?
1: See, to me, it wasn't super sweet. It was definitely, you could tell, right, that you could pick up the notes of the wine, uh, of the wine barrel. But it was very balanced to me. So it wasn't super sweet. It was more sweet on the nose than it was on the palate to me. Mm -hmm. On the palate, it was very balanced in terms of the spiciness, the fruitiness, and then the the, the chocolate, you know, which to me, it was not like a super sweet chocolate. It was more of a, uh, it was more of a drier chocolate so um
0: would you say it's like a little bit on the bitter side no
1: i wouldn't say it was bitter um but it certainly cut the fruitiness as it went as it traveled back towards the back of the palate um and so i definitely picked that up so but it was very very balanced so um i thought the mouthfeel was very full and very viscous almost meaty uh in my in my opinion um didn't take a lot of it to cover, you know, my whole mouth to co- coat my whole mouth. So right. I thought it was a um, you know, very full, full-bodied. Uh, what did you think on the mouth feel?
0: I agree. I, th- I thought it was very full-bodied, very thick um, and viscous, um, almost a texture of like a white wine, um, and um, not like a white dry wine, but more of like a like a Like that heavy Riesling, thicker, sweeter Mm -hmm. white wine, um, which I think is really indicative of, again, the muscat that's in it. Like it's got a really, it's got a a wine full bodied feel to it, um, super rich and thick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And for the finish, what do you think about the finish? I
0: thought the finish, again, it, 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 You know it's got that pepper that kind of swings through it also has the 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 wine feel as well it turns sweet for me i think you know you said you picked it up as chocolate um but i it just it's just on it's almost like grape juice for me and that's that's honestly what i get it's it feels like it's bourbon flavored grape juice on the back end
1: Uh, i would say for me yeah i was definitely wine forward on the finish. Um it mm-hmm. f- finished like a glass of wine, um not as mm-hmm. much like uh, a bourbon would finish. Now, how I would translate that for the listener would be that um there was no Kentucky hug. Um None. it was very a, a very kind of light or smooth. It was pretty short. It doesn't necessarily sit yeah. with you for a very long time. Very similar to it would how it would be if you were drinking uh, a glass of Pinot, um, and yeah. the you know the thing that's tricky about that right is that it's it tastes very good and it's got that short and wine forward finish, so it's an easy sipper, right? Just a similar how you would just pour go and pour another glass of wine, you could easily find you would easily find yourself doing that with this with this whiskey.
0: And I and I agree with that. I think the only thing is that like. There is there is a very short finish. It definitely goes down like a wine. There is no Kentucky hug or bite at all with this. Um, but i'm I'm I just took another sip and I just I can still feel the sugars on my tongue, you know, so it's like that's where the finish sits the The finish just sits right on the tongue. It doesn't go any further. Um, I think that's a really yeah. interesting concept. so this I think that's yeah. the first time I've ever had that with the with the bourbon. It just it just sits yeah. right there
1: yeah yeah i think it's pretty pretty interesting so mm-hmm. well are you ready to go ahead and tally up the scores
0: yeah let's do it
1: all right well we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back on the other side with our scores and ratings for collaboration this is bonded and bourbon
0: There's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips?
1: We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival.
0: But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already?
1: The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up. And to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do?
0: Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at neworleansbourbonfestival.com. We will see you there.
1: Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. We are here uh, doing our review of collaboration and uh, we are about to get into our scores. So, Samar, why don't you start us off with your score for appearance?
0: Well, you know, I told you how much I just love this bottle design and the, just the label and the heaviness of the, the cork, and um, it's just I just love the way that they um, that they have packaged this. It just looks amazing. So I gave it a ten, and also for the rich dark color, like I don't think we've seen a bourbon this dark and this rich since we did Yipikaya, which had the reddish tint, and this one has yeah. more of like this. You said orange from here. I'm looking at the bottle across the room, and it kind of looks purplish to me, but um, I don't think we've seen something with such a rich color since we've done um, Yipikaya. So I gave it a 10. What about you?
1: I gave it an eight on appearance. Um, I did love the uniqueness and the richness of the color and certainly love the, the the shape and the label on the bottle. I did dock it a little bit for, in terms of the functionality of the bottle because I, it, it spills a little bit every time it pours. Mm-hmm. So I gave it an eight on the uh, on, on appearance. On the nose, okay. I gave it a nine. Um, and I mean, that was, I mean, I just felt like it's such a great combination. You had the maple, you had the sweetness, but it wasn't overpowering. And then I got the coffee on there, which kind of balanced that out. And so right. I just thought it was, it, you know, it was very inviting, certainly made you want to, you know, get a taste of it. And, um, so I gave it a nine. Oh, great.
0: Well, I gave it a nine too. And I think it smells amazing. Like, you know, it's just, it smells rich. It's It smells inviting. Um, it smells sweet. Um, and just, it just, it just smells like a really, it smells interesting. It smells complex. You know, that, that plum just immediately comes out at you. Um, and then the rich yeah. notes of the, of like a warm caramel and, it, and the, even the vanilla, you know, I can only smell it when it's in, in packaged in a whiskey or a bourbon that's super thick and viscous. That's the only time I really can pick that scent up. Um, so, yeah, I gave it a nine on the nose. I thought they nailed it. What about on the so taste? So on the taste, I gave it a seven. And um, I gave it a mm-hmm. seven because, you know, it's, it's really flavor forward. Um, but it's just something about, it's a little too sweet for my liking. Um, and Mm. it's, it's just that I think the Muscat, you know, I know that it sat in the barrel, um, for 18 months and that 18 months, you know, definitely brought in the color and the nose and the aromas on it. But I also think that, um, the Muscat overpowered the bourbon itself. And um, I'm just picking up way too much wine than I am that actual bourbon. Um, The only real notes that I can get that are bourbon-related is that um, the rye that kind of comes through the front in the middle of the palate. So I gave it a 7.
1: So this is uh, something that the listeners will be able to really, as we continue to do this and do more in understanding the nuances between our palates, I gave it a 10 (gasps) for taste. You did?! It is, it is my first ten for taste oh my God. that I've given, uh, <laughs> so far. I thought that it was perfectly balanced with spiciness on the front, red fruit bouquet in the middle, and the chocolate that cut the fruitiness on the back. Uh, and 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 you, and you also oftentimes you know that's why they give you chocolate at the end of your meal right, right? so it's almost like a whole meal right oh you have goodness. your spiciness on the front you get your your sweetness and your fruitiness. In the middle and then you finish it off with your with your chocolate and i thought that it was perfectly balanced and nothing was overwhelming to me it was certainly sweet but it was it it had the spiciness on either on on the front side of the sweetness and the chocolate that cut it on the back end so i thought it was just perfectly balanced i gave it a 10.
0: oh my god oh my goodness that's (laughs) okay so, so what about the mouth point. so go go on and segue so, into the mouthfeel so,
1: for the mouthfeel i got. i gave it a nine for the mouthfeel really i thought it was full-bodied well yeah i mean i thought it was very full-bodied which i i enjoy that uh in the mouth it makes you feel like you're drinking something that's substantial right mm-hmm. so for me it makes me feel like i'm drinking something substantial it doesn't have to be you know, 120 proof if it feels very full in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And so I gave it a nine for the mouthfeel. What about you?
0: Oh, well, I give it an eight. Um, I do mm-hmm. like that. Viscous, I like the thickness of um, a rich bowl bourbon. And I thought that definitely did. It coats the mouth really well. It's, it just, it stays with you. Um And yeah, so I give it an eight. Um, and on the finish, which, you know, mouthful and finish kind of roll hand in hand with me, I gave it a six though because while it does kind of coat your you know your mouth and your tongue and it's got this thick viscousness, it completely dissipates like before you know there's nothing on the back end. Um, and that and that finish literally ends the moment it hits your tongue. And um, it does have a, it, like we said, it has a short finish for me um, and but those sugars just sit there on your tongue. Um, and mm-hmm. I, and I, I just don't like stuff that's super sweet, first of all. So I think that's a part of it too, but I would mm-hmm. rather it have more of a of traditional bourbon finish more on the back end with the Kentucky hug, more of that warm feeling, um, than to be left with just those sugars on the top. Like, I feel like I need some water to kind of wash some of this sugar out of my mouth, you know?
1: Mm. Well, I gave it an eight on the finish. Um, I liked the fact that it was wine forward. It was very unique among bourbons, right, yeah. and whiskeys that we've had. So I gave it an eight uh, on the finish. Like I like. I agree with what you say in terms of you know the sweetness and the wine part kind of you know take and taking over you don't get it was short you don't get the kentucky hug mm-hmm. you don't get you don't get any of that and so that's certainly why i couldn't give it you know a nine or a ten but i did enjoy the uniqueness of it mm-hmm. um with the wine being kind of kind of forward and so i gave it an eight on the finish so what did you end up coming up with for your total score
0: well my total score was a 40 i mean what was yours
1: that's not bad at all so my total score was a 44. Wow. And so we ended up with a total rating of 84. That's a really, really that is good, a good
0: score. score. 84.
1: I believe that might be that might be our second highest score oh, great. that we've ever given.
0: I uh, mean, and so I knew this would be I right up your alley. It. It's only 90 proof. <laughs> like this is it's
1: 94, <laughs> ninety-four proof, first of all. And Second of all, that is my range is in the 92s to the 99s. Yeah. Those kind of my sweet spot is in that range. So it's right kind of in the middle of my uh, of that true. range. And I like it when uh, I like it when they try, you, you know, interesting things. I love the guys that are doing stuff and finishing stuff in different barrels and uh, trying different things. And so, uh, you know, yeah, it was definitely right up my alley. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So. I, I, def, I highly recommend it for you guys to go out and try it uh, for, for Halloween.
0: Oh, yeah. If you can find it, you know, collaboration is pretty hard to find. I know that it's distributed in Kentucky and maybe Ohio, like maybe a few of the surrounding states. Um, but if you're ever in Barstown, definitely stop by the distillery and Bottle & Bond Kitchen and Bar, and um, you can get your bottles there as well. Yeah. But um, definitely, You know, this is one for the collection, I will say that. And it's a beautiful bottle um, that will stand out in the collection as well.
1: All right. Well.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good after-dinner drink. I
1: I could see that. It Almost like a dessert wine or like a dessert dessert bourbon. Yeah, I could totally see that uh, be a good after-dinner drink. I, you know, like it also as a sipper um, because of the fact that I get so much uh, variety on the palate. I can really sip it and... And it gives it kind of satisfies everything from the sweetness to the fruitiness to the chocolate, and so I can sip it too. So I think it's uh I think it's just like you said it's definitely one for the collection.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So so what we got going on this weekend? We're doing uh what uh you you can be in Atlanta.
0: I'm coming to see you. I'll be there in two days.
1: Well, as much as I would like to, you know, convince myself that that's the sole purpose (laughs) for your visit. You can go ahead and tell the world for the the, the other reason for your visit.
0: No, babe. I'm coming to see you. (laughs) Okay, for real. (laughs) We um, have been invited. So, two things. Um, Our barrel that we picked with Maker's Mark is ready. It has been bottled, and it has been labeled, and it is on its way to Atlanta. Um, so we are really excited about that. Um, This is our first private barrel pick that um, we have done with Black Bourbon Society, and we're so glad to have this partnership, of course, with Maker's Mark, their dear friends of ours. Um, And uh, you know, to celebrate our first barrel pick, you know, coming to town and being released, uh, we have been asked to present our our private label our a private Barrel Private Select bottle at uh, Atlanta's Whiskey of the World's on Friday. So that
1: is big, big news.
0: Huge! Oh my God, that's huge.
1: Yeah, I mean, and just even you know, first of all, thank you to Makers for, to makers, uh, for even sure. invited us, and thank you to Rachel process. Ford
0: at Makers Mark. I think it's important to really highlight our dear friend. And true advocate in this industry for us, Rachel Ford. Thank you for um, believing in us and giving, uh, you know, working with us on this opportunity. So yeah,
1: and I believe we will be the only, uh, the only private select barrel uh, presenters. People that will be that will be presenting there for makers. Well, is that true? That is true. Yeah, they chose
0: us. They chose us to highlight us. So that's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So everybody come out, uh, support us. We certainly would love to see you guys. Um, babe, won't you tell everybody else where else they can reach us if they want to? Yeah,
0: find us on blackburbonsociety.com. We're on Instagram. And I finally have cracked our Facebook issue, and we are flooding our social media on Instagram now. Um, so that's at Black Bourbon Society on um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then also we're on Twitter at Black Bourbon SLC. S-O-C. So we are um, we're finally in the 21st century and really using social media to our benefits. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> All right. So, well, this concludes another episode of Bonded and Bourbon. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, baby, anything else before we sign off?
0: That's it. I can't wait to see you, honey.
1: All right, well we will see you guys next week with a new episode, a new bottle. We haven't quite decided yet which one we're gonna be doing, but we're
0: gonna do our bottle. We're we're gonna review our bottle. We'll have it. Well, so we're gonna review. Can can we review it? Yes. I don't care if we're biased. We're reviewing it. And I can tell you right now it's gonna get a hundred points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So all of the suspense for the next episode has been taken away to take has been removed. So next week you can tune in and listen to us talk about how great our palettes are. So right. We love you guys. Love you guys very much. And we'll see you next week. This has been Bonded and Bourbon.
0: Arman, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro?
1: Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine to Still Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go?
0: You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.